You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Football. Yes, Mackie and Judd. He is a two-time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP. He once rushed for 2,000 yards in a season. Very few running backs have ever done that. And he is a pro football Hall of Famer, Terrell Davis, uh, on behalf of K Jewelers. Thank you for joining the show, man. What's going on? Hey, thank you for having me. We're excited to have you on because you can actually help us settle like a 20-year debate in the Twin Cities. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. If the 1998 15-1 Vikings had not blown that game against the Falcons, what happens against the Broncos in the Super Bowl? Uh, we have two Super Bowl rings still. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that, that's the one that got away here in the Twin Cities, man. I know. You know, the only thing that would have been different is maybe – we would have had to play a little harder. You know, we had to fight a little harder for that one. But uh, I think the outcome would have been the same, to be honest with you. With, with how, how things went uh, for the, the Vikes that year, Terrell, how surprised w- were you guys ultimately that you didn't end up playing the Vikings? Let me tell you, I was happy about that. I'm not going to lie. I was happy. Um, so, what, so understand when the Vikings, when they lost that game, we were playing um, we, we were playing the Jets right after that. Mm-hmm. And we were in the locker room watching the game, and we were, like, all in, like, we were, we were in dismay. We were like, wow, they lost. And we were pretty excited about it because we knew, you know, we knew if we had to play Atlanta, our chances were greater beating the Falcons than it was the Vikings. And we go out to our game, we're playing the Jets, and we, we kind of forgot that we had a game to play. Like, we were on a shoe in <laughs> to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, we were at the halftime. I believe we were down at halftime. It might have been ten nothing. I don't know. It was we were down, and um, third quarter we had some things bounce that way, and we finally turned things around and, and obviously won that game. But we were so consumed with that game, worrying about who we were going to play, that we we just we were like, man, we got a game to play, so we got to wake up. <laughs> See, this is the stuff that current players don't say. You know, because if, if you ask them about that, they'll always say, yeah, no, we're, we're focused on the opponent. We're playing, well, blah, blah, blah. We didn't right? have the game on TV. Of course not. Right? Yeah. Current players. No. But but the truth is that guys do look ahead or forget about things. And I just think it's so – if you go and talk to players who are currently playing, they will they will ne- never cop to that sort of thing. Right, right. They're not going to say it. But, yeah, we all do it. We all look at the schedule. There's always teams that we prefer to play. Um, you know, a team that's, that has given you problems in the past, you don't want to see that team. You want to see somebody that you've had success against. So, you know, that whole, you know, who, you know if, if you ask a current player about their playoff, you know, bracket, like which team would you not want to face or you want to face, they'll say it doesn't matter. Um, it does matter. It does. I always, I'm like this, man. I, I Give me the, the path of least resistance. I don't want to go through a tough schedule to have to win a championship. I'll take it either way it comes, but I'll, I'll prefer to play a team that I know that we probably should be. Yeah. Uh, hey, Terrell Davis, so I, there's a, I believe NFL Network this Friday night has a John Randall football life coming out. We had John on our show last week and telling stories 
Uh, I know you played against him at least once or twice in the 90s in your career. Uh, where does John Randall rank among just the most in the moment, psychotic, entertaining players to play against. <laughs> He's up there. He might be number one. I remember thinking he had he had he had our offensive line rattled when we played. We played in Minnesota, and he just wouldn't shut up. And Brian Habib, uh, I remember John Randall kept kept talking to Brian Habib, our uh, left guard, and he had him petrified, man. Like <laughs> he didn't want to play. And this is during every play he come back to the huddle. And you can tell that I've never seen him with that much fear in his eyes. And then you can hear John Randall, Habib, Habib, I'm coming for you, Habib. And he, I mean, he just had him completely frustrated. And I'd have to give him a little chips you know, every once in a while. And he had our whole line just, just kind of, uh, kind of, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a daze because not only he talks a lot, but his play is phenomenal. Man, a dude, he, he's going to make his presence known. He's an interior force to deal with and, He's a fun guy to play with. I, I, I was actually laughing because it was funny to me to hear all the talk and, and see my see my offensive line at the time really not be able to handle it. John, uh, I guess, would, would get uh, the guide for each team, too, and and read the bio of the guy that he was going to go against <laughs> just, right. to, just to torture him, basically. So he'd find out, like, his wife and kids' names and stuff and wouldn't shut up the, the entire game. Right, right. It's all fair game. Yeah. It's not a fair game. It's allowed. You can do that, and he, he did it to perfection. And you know what was cool about it, though? He he never did it in a way where it was like malicious, where he was, um, you know, getting personal, like like super personal, where it was it was in a bad way. It was mm-hmm. always in to me. It was always fun what he would do. Um, but he was a, he was a, a an outstanding person, man. Like after the game, you talk to John Randall, man. He was just a, a good person to to just know and and play against, man. Give me uh, the, the biggest change uh, from the game that's, that's, since you stopped playing that you like and the biggest change that you don't like in today's game. Uh, biggest change from what I don't like about the game now. Um, let me go with what I do like. Well, I guess what I don't like is the fact that uh, practice time has been cut down. And, you know, you have a certain amount of days in a week where you can hit with pads, um, you know, doing off season, preseason camp, everything is monitored where you, you can only get so much time to work at something. And coming from a team that ran a ball a lot, we had to work on our running game a lot. And we don't have success if we don't have the time to put in the hours and the practice time to do that. So I think that's kind of taken away a little bit of of the game in terms of maybe the running game. Um, the things that, that I do like is – I still think the game's in a good place. Um, I, I like that they're changing some of the rules in terms of uh, how, how guys are being hit. You know, I know a lot of players don't like it. They think that it's taking a, uh, the physicality out of the game. I like that because it's just making it safer for everybody. You know, my kids are playing football, and I like that now. They've, they've, they've changed the tackling technique, and, and they make, they've, they're making the game safer. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Davis, just another minute or two here with uh, the legendary Pro Football Hall of Famer on behalf of K Jewelers. Do you think the Vikings can win the Super Bowl this year, realistically? It's, it, to me, it's always a why not. It's always a why not. You know, and, and people say, well, it's never happened before. Uh, okay, when I was in Denver, we never won a Super Bowl before. But my mentality and it was always, why not us? You know, we, 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 we always want to be the first to do something. And I think that they, they have what it takes 
to do it. I think people look at their team, and I and I kind of felt for this a little bit when I started looking at the positions and saying, okay, um, is this team built to win one? And I guess you get to the quarterback and say, well, can Case Keenum? And then you say, Case Keenum? Can he win a Super Bowl, really? Yeah. And that's the pro- I think that's what people are struggling with is saying, can a guy who we saw last year that didn't look like he was – professional you know grade can he go to a team and then win a super bowl and i've gotten off that what i've seen on the field so far from him the answer is yes they can win a super bowl with him as their quarterback um he just has to not have a a moment where it looks like the guy that we saw last year in los angeles and i think they'll be fine i think they have enough pieces around i think they have defense is phenomenal the back end linebackers front um, you know, you gotta like where this team is, and 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 listen. If you win, if you can win the the, the, the I guess the division or get the home field advantage, man, you'd have home. You wouldn't leave the building. Yeah, that and, that would and be that, huge. And that's yeah, that's an incentive. Yeah. Um. So if you're not traveling anywhere and you're playing nothing but home games in the postseason. Uh, yes, I think the answer is, is absolutely they can do it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, people on Twitter disagree with you. They say the 98 Vikings would have won. Let's get Randall Cunningham. Let's get the band together. Go get <laughs> hey, Elway. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Let's, let's play it right it. now. Let's make that happen. I'm down, man. I'm down to go ahead and, and, and play that game. <laughs> they, they, still, they still wouldn't get our ring, though. They, they, they get a, a different ring, but they wouldn't get that ring. Consolation sort of ring now or something like that. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Terrell Davis, hey, man, uh, great catching up, and we appreciate you, and we'll direct people to, uh, to K.com, K-A-Y.com for the holidays. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you uh, very much. That was cool. That was really good. That's the thing. I think he. I think he's probably right. That that team was so banged up. The Vikings going into that game, and it was Terrell Davis and Elway and McCaffrey and all those guys. That's a great story, though. I I love I love when guys get done playing and and then say, you know what, we completely like cashed in that game or weren't thinking about it. Yeah, like no, it's we, so don't, funny. we don't care who we play. No, we don't want to play the Vikings. It's it's week to week. <laughs> well, really, it's not. But we just told you that. Yeah. And the Jets were terrible, and we didn't. We were watching the Vikings game beforehand. That was awesome. That was a good story.